Hello and welcome to the Daily Reprieve, where we provide essays, speaker meetings, workshops, and conferences in podcast format. We are an ad-free podcast. If you enjoy listening, please help us be self-supporting by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and drop a dollar or two into the virtual basket. Please consider donating monthly by clicking the Donate Monthly button. However, one-time donations are always welcome. Just click the Donate Now button. Now, without further ado, this episode of The Daily Reprieve. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for inviting me. Uh, it was very moving to see all the people from around the world. Um, so, ninth step. Um, we've made direct demands to such people wherever possible, except um, when to do so would injure them or others. Um, the big book says if we are painstaking about this phase of our development we will be amazed before half through and i tried actually to find words connected with the word painstaking synonyms or with close meaning and these are for example hardworking, accurate diligent attentive uh, i'm not native so for me it was it was very helpful and it means for me effort and what effort it demanded from me? Well, to make amends to the people on my eight-step list and to keep doing it wherever I make a new mistake uh, or and hurt someone. So uh, once more, the big book says, I continue to set right any new mistakes as I go along. Or maybe it was a white book. Yeah. And so do I like this particular effort of course not um, because I'm lazy um, and reluctant I hate any efforts and the effort of taking an action is the worst because spiritual intellectual effort are a bit better but ninth step is the most activating step of the whole 12 I guess and it said Okay, so you've made a 101 list of everything, of your patterns, resentments, fears, objects of lost, people you've hurt, character defects, affirmations, and whatnot, and you have it all written down neatly, black or on, on white, and now what? Uh, maybe it's time to do something, really do, you know. And personally, as you already know, I I can think about things, consider them, delay, procrastinate, ask others to do things for me, to evade, to shirk. Oh, that's a great word. I checked it in the dictionary. It's a <laughs> and um, but paradoxically, uh, taking an action is also the one of the most powerful tools for me. And that is because I am naturally lazy that taking an action has such a powerful impact on me. Um, I won't go into details of my uh, amends because uh, in my talk, I'd like to focus on nine step promises. But I can say that every single amend, however small, caused uh, the same effect. I felt joy, some long forgotten self esteem and hope and energy 
huge energy and uh, that I've never felt before. Uh, it was also and still is the most powerful tool when I want uh, to deal with a uh, lost temptation. So of course, admitting powerlessness, letting God is very important, sharing with others and so on. But for me, if worst comes to worst, and if I'm really struggling with lost attacks, the best thing is to take an action of love. And one of the actions of love is to make an amend. Uh, it can be an amend that I haven't done yet. I remembered about it. It can be an amend that I, um, that's something new, you know, but it can also be a living amend. Uh, because to be honest, any action of love, when we do something good for others, if is, is a living amen for our selfish life in a negative disease. So, uh, but the crucial point for me is to make a direct unselfish action to set right whatever I did wrong. And sometimes I advise when someone is really struggling and feeling badly to find an amen to do. It is like a dose of strong medicine, especially especially for me. And when I say when I I say sorry, I was wrong. When I try to set things right to do something good for someone, I feel better and stronger immediately. And last temptations are just gone. And so I say, so you've got last attack. Find someone to make amend to. And my defects of character manifest pretty often so it's not difficult to find something to do really um, my husband my children and my sponsees these are the persons that i i'm i'm making amends to predominatingly uh as i said it doesn't always have to be saying sorry for something that i've done wrong often is it, if it is to do something that i've never done before or i'm still doing it rarely for example express gratitude or to offer to do something that I generally, for example, expect my husband to do, etc. And um, actions of love, uh, one is generally expected to start taking actions of love on 12 step. It is usually connected with this step. But after one has experienced, uh, well, uh, spiritual awakening, it's natural that, well, uh, it is expected from, 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 from him. But... I think uh, that actions of love um, to the people you owe amens to are connected with ninth step uh, because they are living amens, uh, as I already said. Uh, so I have to start making living amens to others, to the people closest to me. Um, and then I get prepared to the 12th step and start taking actions of love to all the people, even to those I don't owe any amen to. Amen. So in short, for example, to start, uh, you can start from your spouse, take an action, say sorry, if you did wrong, do something new, and not very unselfish for you and uh, see what happens. Um, sorry for repeating myself, but that's how it generally works for me. And in uh, my recovery, I still find new things I can improve or set right. As the white book says, as we grow in recovery, we will find how to make more direct amends. So I guess we will always make mistakes or by knowing more about ourselves, we will see more things to improve by our living amends. So don't worry, we will always have this powerful tool 
coffee-mant ready and handy. And, and in the case of loss temptation, it's, it's really good. And why do I think it's so good? Because I identify with, the, with what the white book says. There is no feeling in all the world like having mended a long-standing wrong. It is better than the relief that comes from finally pulling a thorn from a festering finger. More like pulling a thorn from our festering soul. Soul surgery. By the grace of God, we make ourselves well. And another part, then when we've done it, there is a marvelous sense of accomplishment, release, relief, and great joy. And personally, I don't think it's it always have to be a long-standing wrong. Uh, of course, there is no joy like the joy of making uh, the long-standing amen. You know, like the, the freedom of the burden of our past gone and. Uh, uh, like the burden is gone, and it, this is, um, and in this sense, mending a long-standing wrong is the most powerful experience. But I believe that every wrong we mend is giving us this blessed feeling of relief and joy, and uh, so that's how the promise of peace, serenity, freedom, and happiness comes true, and in. Um, and you know, sometimes uh, my sponsees want me to decide for them. Um, they call it advice, uh, but they expect me to tell them what to do, and often very, very serious matters. Uh, for example, they expect me to decide if their marriage is valid, if they are to marry someone or if they should give up the job they are doing or take up other job, or they asked how to solve very complicated problems in their relationship, um, any kind of problem. And um, as you may know, I'm not a bishop, I'm not a, I'm not a lawyer, I am not a coach, and uh, I'm an architect, I could give architect devices but then I would charge them and not call it you know being a sponsor <laughs> and so of course I have to set very clear boundaries because of course I cannot take responsibility for their lives and but I actually I give them give them some advice you know but it is always keep doing the program better quicker than slower especially if you are struggling you know with such problems you have to just Go on because and remain honest, open-minded and willing and go to the ninth step. And then you will see what happens because sooner or later, and that's my experience, I'm sure you will be able to decide for yourself. I can only, only give you my experience, but my advice cannot replace your own intuition. And this intuition is in the ninth step promises. Uh, we will intuitively know how to handle situations which used to baffle us. And that's the promise I would like to focus on now. Because um, how is it happening? I cannot say. Because on my first meeting, uh, when I heard 
I, well, m- maybe one of the first meetings. I heard nine step promises, and I uh, I heard this this part about deciding and knowing how to decide to to handle situations, which used to baffle me. And I said to myself, if this promise will turn up in my life, then miracles can happen because I was someone who was always afraid of taking responsibility, dependent on others in these matters. Exactly like my sponsees, actually. I want other I wanted others to 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 decide for me. And always diffident, another great word, diffident. Uh, I I also find it in found it in dictionary. <laughs> and uncertain, procrastinating with decisions, escaping from them. That's that that's that that's that's my past. And I became a responsible woman. And yes, I sometimes seek, seek for advice. Uh, but it's me. I make a decision. Uh, I'm not dependent on the advisor. I'm just collecting data and to have a thorough view of the matter. And um, and I choose the people who who I ask. But uh, but but I I also follow my intuition. And uh, that's 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 an important part because um, I I reflected a bit about what the intuition is. And one can say that it is the inner voice of the higher power. And partly it may be so, you know, it's of course, but I believe that it is something that I uncover during the program. Um, like I'm, 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 I, I set my whole inner self in following things that are good for me and for others. And it is the, I, I believe that it is the result of being honest, open-minded, and willing. And it is the result also of the change of my attitude, of feeling feeling enough instead of feeling not enough. And also it is the result of the courage and the self-esteem obtained mainly by the mainly because of the amends I made. I believe that this intuition is something that we well I I was probably born with it. Um, uh, it is the grace of God that every, I, I guess that every human being uh, have it. We just lost, lo- lose it in our active disease, but, but, but we have it. But I can compare it uh, to, the, to, to, to my hands. God has kept us with hands. And uh, let's imagine that we forget, forget how to use hands. And we always want others to feed us, to do things for us, because we don't believe that we can use our own hands. They are not enough. They are not good enough. We, I, I could just can't, can't use them. And let's follow this parallel. Uh, something happened, and we, by a process, spiritual process, we suddenly discover that we have our hands and that they are enough to do things. And slowly we learn how to use them they are getting stronger and stronger. And we may ask, who is doing these things? God? No. We answer, we do them. But it was God who has given us these hands that we can use for the good of others and, and, and ourselves. We were, we were born with them. And I believe that the same is with, with the intuition. Um, and I've made many important decisions after my my ten, my ninth step, and I'm sure I wouldn't be able to make them in a so 
grown-up way with a without a program, without God. Uh, it's uh, once more as the big book says, we will suddenly realize that God is doing for us what we could not do for ourselves. And I would add, but without us, but without us, He couldn't, couldn't do that. Without my action. And a couple of reflections on other promises. Um, one of it is no matter how no matter how far down the scale we have gone, we will see how our experience can benefit others. And I don't know if any of you here have this funny feeling of being sorry that you don't have an experience to share with us and see in need. Uh, you know, she describes, for example, some difficult thing from her past, and you can't identify because God spared you that particular experience. And and sometimes I say to myself after that, Mary, for God's sake, there is no earthly reason to be sorry that you don't have this experience. And I see that I started to treat Uh, these experiences of my of my past uh, as I, that, that I treated as bitter, shameful, awful, disgusting, whatever, as as something that 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 that, that others can benefit from, and that's a great thing, really. And all the shame is gone because of that. Um, and that's how the uselessness and self pity disappear. Um, and by being a sponsor, by doing service, by taking up actions of love, I started to feel just useful. Actually, I started to like being useful, not in a you know destructive way. Um, but being useful is the only excuse for my life. No, um, it is not even about my self esteem because my self esteem doesn't depend on it anymore if I'm useful or not um, it's a uh, just a pure joy of doing something good and useful and sometimes see the fruits it is a bit like I can compare it to gardening lots of com lots of parallels sorry but <laughs> great effort gardening but very healthy um, and actions of love are very healthy spiritually healthy you know you I get very fit And I cannot, I cannot be the leader gardener. Uh, I have my own little area that I'm responsible for, and others have their own little areas. And if we are doing a good job, we see it um, flourish somehow. And, um, and I saw, I saw, for example, my sponsor, my sober, uh, with twelve step done. Uh, getting married and growing spiritually. Another sponsee, also after the 12 step, she came back to her kids. And it's not my glory, but I, but my contribution, you know, and my service helped. And uh, they did a great job. It, it, it was their job, but I can share the joy, this pure joy. Um, And um, another promise, we will lose interest 
in selfish things and gain interest in our fellows. Self-seeking will slip away. On the whole, our whole attitude and outlook upon life will change. And I've put it together because it is, it is connected uh, somehow. Um, in the um, in the past, I didn't like other people. Uh, not only their shortcomings uh, and vices. It, 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 it's not that I was irritated only by their defects. I didn't even I didn't like people just in general. Um, their their bodies, their faces, their way of talking, their well, their behaviors, any behaviors, and um, I haven't even watched real pornography, you know, uh, only cartoon. Uh, I don't have scanning pattern. Sorry for 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 this, but well, I fantasized about sex, but I didn't want like to watch it. I found human body something atrocious. I isolated. I was perfectly self-centered. Five minutes, Mary. Thank you. I was afraid of others. I felt that I'm somehow better than others. And if I helped someone, it was because I wanted to gain something back. Or I did it out of fear of rejection. Um, I judged other people and believed in my judgment. I used them and objectified them. And so how my way towards ninth step looked like and how the promise of gaining interest in my fellows fulfilled, uh, another miracle, actually. Um, uh, I admit that it was the thing that I haven't looked forward to when I came to the fellowship. I rather thought, oh my, why I have to spend all this time with this group of so uninteresting people with all these disgusting patterns. But all right, if you have something for me and you can help me do it and better do it quickly. Uh, because it's not a great pleasure to spend time in your presence. Uh, <laughs> and I, I, believe me or not, this was exactly my attitude. I know that there are loads of, of, of sharings about the sense of relief after coming to the fellowship. People suddenly feel adequate, accepted, etc. Well, I felt accepted, of course, but I took it for granted, you know. Of course you accept me. I'm marvelous. I'm only sexaholic, but I'm... <laughs> and it took me some time to start accepting others. Just accepting, you know, tolerating. Maybe it's a better word. And it was because um, I heard their sharings. I really, ha I, I was really listening. That's a good point. I was listening and learning. And I saw, I saw painfully honest, humble, often broken people who were so determined to do something good in their lives. Uh, they were so, I don't know how to say it. There was nothing to, to, to fear, to, to, to be afraid of. They were so true. And it moved me. It really moved me. And with astonishment, I, I, I realized that I feel compassion. New thing, really. And they also listened to me. And they picked up my phone calls. They thanked me for things I said or done. They accepted my mistakes they, and they needed me. And with another astonishment, I felt that I'm grateful. 
And I worked my steps. I've made amends. I amended the damages I've made in my relationships. And once more, I reached out, reached out and risked. And I was accepted. Uh, but then I realized I don't have to be accepted to feel good because the great thing that happened was that I felt connected, connected to others. And it hasn't depended on whether others like me or not, whether they are pretty or ugly, whether they are rich or poor. It depended only on my changed attitude. And it changed my whole outlook upon life, actually. I was always angry at people who were repeating, smile, life is beautiful, etc. <laughs> and how it irritated me. And now I'm still not sure if I describe life as beautiful. I'm grateful for it. I can do my best to live it in a way my higher power wants me to, but it is not always beautiful. I had a lot of difficult situations, stressing, causing my pain. Uh, we had financial crisis. Our marriage almost broke down once. Our children's behavior sometimes caused that great anxiety, but there is exactly how the promise that fear of people and of economic insecurity, and I will add that any fear and any sense of insecurity will leave us. In the past, wherever there was any difficult situation, I just escaped from it in my active disease. I was eaten by fears, overwhelmed by this, this situation and incapable, incapable to, to deal with them, with problems, you know, like, like a grown-up. And now I'm still dealing with fears. I'm working them with my meditations, etc. But I try to find a solution. Um, I face a situation and look for the thing that I can do. Um, and the there is always a solution. I don't always find it immediately, okay? But if I remain honest, open-minded, and willing, I shall find it sooner or later. And because of that, I don't have to be afraid anymore. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, hi, I'm Nancy Sexaholic. Mary, I just really want to thank you for your share. And um, Daniel said this, but I have never heard of a go-to way of dealing with the lust temptation as quickly go finding amends. I mean, that is just, that's a whole new way of looking at for me. It's another tool to add to my toolbox um, of, I don't want to say combating or fighting or um, of surrendering lust. And it's, that's amazing, especially since that's your, like that's on the top of your list. And I, I want to explore that more. Thank you very much. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I think a question might be, um, you mentioned a few things, but any other like situations, ways that you would use that making amends specifically to deal with less temptations? Mm -hmm. S specific ways of uh, making amends. Um, Um, I shall try to think about it. Um, for sure, if I remember something 
then it would be a good thing to 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 uh, to do not a living amen but the amen that i remembered about and probably sometimes it is like that but i have a lot of temptation and i seek for amen but uh, uh, sometimes it's uh, on the contrary uh, but but i don't don't know it uh, uh, it's subconscious that i have an amen that i haven't done but then i have <clears throat> i'm struggling with lost temptations and this is the cause of it so uh it's it have uh, it has two sides i think but uh you have a, i have a just lost temptation and i don't remember about anything in particular to make a direct amen that i haven't remembered or i i haven't done something new uh as i said with my character defects it, it's it's not so so you know almost every day i have something even to my to my kids to say sorry for and um um and uh but if there is uh is something it, but there are lots of living amens that i have um um so to my husband is just not uh, is about you know i'm i'm uh, to do something for kids inst- instead expect of expecting my husband to do this so it's in particular it's like doing the next right thing actually but with a with a with with the this 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 feeling that i'm doing it as my living amen that that's my 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 choice that's the something something that i i want to do against my lazy nature and this 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 attitude that it's against my my nature that it's something that it not doesn't be, become naturally um it's so against lost because lost comes naturally and that is something unnatural and uh, that's how making amends is so powerful it's for for me it's powerful because i was so lazy and so selfish to the extreme maybe if someone is not so extremely selfish maybe there are other things that have greater impact on but but for me it, it, it has a great impact Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Nancy and Mary. Uh, next up is Denise. Everybody, Denise here, um, sexaholic. Hi, Mary. Lovely to listen to you. And um, yeah, I really like your focus on your sponsees, you know, as a relationship and that sort of um learning healthy detachment you know and that we don't give advice but that we do share our experience strength and hope you know and i know that you're a very thorough person so that's really important to be willing to go to any length and to be very sort of honest um and i think what i got from your share is that sort of when we make the real connection again, you know, so we, when, we, when we're lusting, we disconnect. And when we get a temptation, maybe we're, we're starting to disconnect. And then if we make an amends or take part in, some, in life in some way, we reconnect again, you know, to, to reality and to love and to, to God. Um, and, and yeah, and I think for me personally, I, I've had to discern when I owe an amend or when I don't, because often I think I own an amend and I don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, and because, you know, I, I kind of go from being the best to the worst, you know, um, so that's another part of my step work. But um, 
yeah, it was lovely to listen to you and um, thanks very much for, for everything. Thank you, Denise. There's a, a comment from Kathy from the UK on the chat that's pretty interesting. She says, thank you, Mary. And the answer to my problem is my third step nine meeting this week. God is telling me something. I did the steps at a workshop except for amends, and I can't get any length of sobriety. I keep thinking recently of Dr. Bob of AA, who was like me until he did step nine, then was immediately sober for the rest of his life. Thank you for giving me the answer to my problems, Kathy S. So that was nice. Um, Luke, you're up. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. And thank you, Mary, for sharing. Um, great to hear. I was thinking in the beginning of the talk, just in your first sentences, I was thinking, okay, this is another talk by another fellow in the fellowship. And now it's on the topic of, of the ninth step and the, and the promises of the ninth step. What am I going to hear personal, different today? And of course, I know that every time I'm, I'm hearing different things because it's a certain individual which is talking. And one of the things I heard that really touched me a lot, I think you said, I'm my own little area. yeah, And we are all our own little area. That was a beautiful thing. I'm my own little garden. When I look at it like that, it makes much more sense that the steps that I need to do, they are not just some, something abstract, but they, are, they have to do with my own little area. Otherwise, my own little area stays polluted or not well, uh, not well dug around or whatever stuff. So it's really important. And I can only take care of my own little area. Nobody else can do it. I'm the gardener of my own garden. And I, I personally love the ninth step. And I also liked what you said, like the other steps were like, I say in my own words, like preparing and, and writing and thinking and reflecting and talking. But then the ninth step is actions. And I saw in my step work also that the ninth step and also now the tenth step, which is a continuation of it, it's like those actions really make changes in my life. Um, and I can, I, I loved the way you described the, the promises that have come true in your life. I could relate to some and it, it, it reflected some others of mine. I have one question, Mary. You talk about laziness in the beginning. Well, I'm a lazy person also, at least lazy spiritually and for things I don't want to do. And I have been very serious about the program, but at times I become, I have dips and I become very lazy in the program again. So my question, do you have that? And what do you do if you if you catch yourself on, on, on in those kinds of periods? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, of course I have them. Of course I have them. <clears throat> I have these periods, and um, um, usually I see uh, my crazy behaviors come back, and I have some. You know, in a dream, there is some suddenly some loss that I I, I haven't expected, and I have to share. And uh, I I don't act out, but 
there are some symptoms that I'm not doing enough and uh, not doing enough for my well-being, that I neglected myself. I neglected my my, my own little area. And, uh, and, and, you know, with gardening, you have to be... Um, you have to do things regularly. You know, I'm not a good gardener. Of uh, my my mother is, but I'm not, and it's because I am not. I you know I have uh, I can have succulents, but not real re- real flowers because uh, sometimes I give them too much water, or I forget them about about them completely, and they get dried and and die, and 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 um, and I. Probably, if I would be able to uh, to have a flower and water it regularly and, and 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 do all these things that are necessary for it regularly, probably it would mean that all I'm also <laughs> spiritually maybe I'm a good gardener. But but for now I'm afraid not yet, not yet. But I see the symptoms sooner than I have before. And these are smaller things. I don't get completely unbalanced and shout at my kids. I just, I don't, I didn't shout. I, I'm, 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 I'm sort of um, nervous in a crazy way. I'm, I like, 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 I don't know how to call it, but unbalanced. And it's, uh, uh, and, and then, but, but now it's not that I get crazy. I'm, I, I see that I'm a bit unbalanced. And then I see that, oh, something is happening, maybe some service, maybe, maybe some something, uh, call your sponsor, Mary, and things like that. And um, um, what helps me is um, to uh, uh, let go of the shame that I haven't done enough, that I neglected something, uh, call into the meeting and say, "Oh yes, I'm well. Uh, h- how it is?" And see that they accept you, and not that oh, it's okay. You don't have to. Uh, you don't have to do all these things, but they just accept that. Oh yes, I once more I made a my made I made a mistake. So take actually do the next right thing after this period of neglecting some area, and well. Then it 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 it's better. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mary. Bartley, you're up next. I am Bartley. I'm in a, a I'm a sexaholic, and um, look, I'm really grateful to be here. It's a beautiful meeting. I just realised that I don't have thirty days, so maybe I'm I shouldn't have put my hand up. Go uh, go ahead, Bartley. Okay, We're, I just wanted to say I uh, really. Uh, Thank you, Mary. I really uh, love your talk, um, and uh, I, you know, I identify with so much. Right now, I'm 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 very I'm very raw and new and still in the wilderness. And I realise that I need to uh, reach out more. And um, I do have a sponsor, uh, but I need to, I need to get to more meetings. And um, your your talk has inspired me to. To, to be diligent for another 24 hours anyway. Thank you. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> Thank you, Bartley. Yeah, the floor is still open. And if you have fewer than 30 days up, um, you can comment as, and ask a question as well. Buddy, you're up. Buddy. 
Buddy, unmute. Okay, there we are. I'm Buddy. I'm a recovering sexaholic. Thank you, Barry. I I really love what you said. How you have too much self-esteem. Um, you think you're better than anybody. I um I sponsored a man in in SA who was who was that way. Had too much self-esteem, and <laughs> I have no self-esteem when I came to SA. And I really found it a great challenge and really started to enjoying trying to bring him down <laughs> to a normal, healthy self-esteem. And at the same time, as I listened to him, he would actually be pulling me up <laughs> to having self-esteem. So I, I just really enjoyed hearing that from you. Um, and, and that's all. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> No question. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Floor is still open. We have a few more minutes, maybe two or three shares. May I say something? Just, just, just to. Sure, go ahead. Of, yes, yes, sure. because of, about my self-esteem. Actually, I really didn't have much self-esteem. It's just I don't know how it is that I've. In my mind, I felt better than others, but at the same time, I felt that I'm, I'm no one, and I don't know how it is, but it is like that. That, um, yeah, <laughs> that's a paradox. <laughs> Thanks, Mary. I see a lot of heads nodding, including mine. So I think you hit a chord with that, uh, Francis. I see your hand up. Thanks, Dan. <clears throat> Thank you, Mary, for that was inspiring. It's not a question, it's just a comment. I really love when you said at the beginning, painstaking, and you unpacked it and came up with the word effort. And all the way through your experience, strength and hope, I was thinking of those words from the vision for you, trudge the path, and how much these steps are work. They're not about doing them. They're about actually working at them. There's one thing I hate is working. I'm a bit lazy. I want it easy. I heard an old-timer speak recently, you know, can somebody can give me an easy way to do the steps, please tell me. So I want to thank you that, you that you reminded me that this is about work. And I'll finish with this. This is about collaboration, collaboration between all of us and the steps. And if you look at that word in English, collaboration, right in the middle of it is the word labor work i've got a reminder to work so thank you mary for reminding me that i've got to work on this one otherwise it avails me of nothing thank you yeah thank you francis and mary if you feel like commenting on anything you know go right ahead it's it's oh i stood two hands just came up federico Thank you, uh, Daniel, and thank you, <clears throat> thank you, Mary, for your wonderful share. Um, I really got out of it the um, like you described the the inner landscape when you were talking about those nine step promises. You described it really well. And by the way, I really loved what you said about uh, when you said I think you used the, <laughs> the expression "you're nervous in a crazy way" because uh, that's um, I, I had to laugh because that's uh, that's a perfect description of myself as well. 
Um, there's a great word in Italian, which is nervoso, um, which translates into nervous, but it actually doesn't have the same exact meaning. And I think nervous in a crazy way is a really good description. Um, and um, yeah, so I'm grateful to be sober today. I was really grateful to hear, uh, absolutely to hear your share, to hear how you use the tools um, as well of the program and that tool that you mentioned about the amends. Um, I'm married. I've got children. Um, that gives me a playground for making amends on a regular basis. Um, and that's been humbling. I don't like doing it, but it's amazing how it helps. And I've noticed that my daughters are starting to do it too, uh, which is for me incredible. Uh, my five-year-old um, sometimes writes amends letters. I don't write amends letters to her. I, I generally verbalize it, but she sometimes writes letters um, and does it using very similar words. Uh, I was wrong too, uh, et cetera. And um, my sponsor pointed out, yeah, maybe there's there's some positive effects on the family uh, of the program. So yeah, really grateful for your share. Thank you. Hey, my name is Israel. I'm from Israel. I'm recovering sexaholic. And thank you, Mary, for your sharing and for your wonderful and uh, talk. And, you know, uh, it's very <laughs> exciting, you know, when people that, I also not native uh, English speaker, but in, and and I, you know, I'm so afraid to talk uh, in not in not in language that I, <laughs> that my native, and you know that the fact that you so freely, you know, so it's not about only skills. You so freely feeling here to uh, to talk. Uh, I see people in this program just change the skin, you know. <laughs> Like that they, they change from inside inside out and, you know in, my, in, in this ninth step particularly um, I feel that they stack a lot of people I'm just people are, uh, outside of this program you know once someone just shared that uh, how many friends you have uh, how many friends you have outside the program and then the person answered zero <laughs> And it's, I think it's not correct. And and now I, I I'm you know I run away from people uh, outside because I don't have anything to talk with them. You know what what character defects, what some steps, some that they don't understand this language. You know, <laughs> even I take my native. But now I just feel feel good. Uh, I'm interested in people because the people uh, the 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 new. I'm <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and thank you very much for this. And um, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you a lot. Yeah, thank you, Israel. And we have time for just one more. And Austin, you're you're it. Great. Thank you. This is Austin Sexaholic. Um, thank you, Mary, so much for sharing. Um, I just wanted to say just basically a, a comment and to thank you. Um, when I, for all the years that I was struggling with the disease, I thought I was the, the only one like this. And uh, when I first started coming to SA, I realized, gosh, there are other people that are like me and that's amazing. And now being able to be part of this uh, meeting here and meeting people from all over the world and realizing, wow, it's not just me. It's not just people here where I live. It's people all over the world. Uh, it's just so encouraging. And I just really related to a lot of the things that you shared about being afraid 
about self-esteem. Um, I'm still pretty new on the journey. I'm only about six months in, uh, but it's just really encouraging to uh, hear people like you who are further in the journey and telling me where I'm going to be if I continue with the program. And so I just really wanted to thank you for your time. And um, you just really encouraged me and lifted me up. And uh, we appreciate you being here today. Thank you. Great to hear it. Thank you, Austin. And uh, Neil, we'll get one more. I'm fine. Thank you. Okay. We could squeeze in one short, uh, one quick comment or burning desire. Hi, yes, Elaine. I'm Go a secretary. Yeah, I'm so sorry I came a bit late, but uh, I'm tired to hear English. Oh, God. But, you know, remembering that I can do always amends um, is remind, remember, reminds me on a another program from Hawaii, Hawaii, they have also, they say, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Thank you. I love you. Four things. And, and because, you know, always come people who, who, who have also some uh, difficulties and disturbing me. And when I, when I remember, remember this, I can, um yeah it's it's I'm, I'm not in this state in the moment but that is a tool for me to be always in a process of connecting with another person on eye level and also that i can have a good distance and and that his or her burden i will share and that is uh, wonderful to 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 have a togetherness, and that is uh, helping me not to uh, pile up another stack of do having to do amends. You know, uh, that's mm, so. Thank you for that. Thank you very much, Mary. I would like to thank you for listening to this episode of the Daily Reprieve, the best source for experience, strength, and hope for SA members. Please subscribe to this podcast to be alerted of new episodes. Please show your support by donating to The Daily Reprieve by going to donate.thedailyreprieve.com and choosing either monthly donations or a one-time donation by clicking Donate Now. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next episode of The Daily Reprieve. Thank you.